Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Says. Roe says what all basic mainstream religions have historically concluded, that the, right, that the existence of a human life and being is a question. Is it at the moment of conception? Is it six months? Is it six weeks? Is it, is it quickening like Aquinas argued? I mean, so the idea that we're going to make a judgment that is going to say that no one can make the judgment to choose to abort a child based on a decision by the Supreme Court, I think goes way overboard. Not that I'm surprised. Right. You and I were talking before. Yeah. We're not surprised. We saw this coming. My worry is that this is just the beginning. Next, they'll go after gay marriage, and and maybe maybe uh, uh, the board, the what is it, Brown versus Board of Education? Yeah. They already eroded our voting rights a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So I see some. I see fascism down the line here. I don't know. Delegate Tran. Yes, sir. How late in a pregnancy would your bill apply if a physician would simply willing to certify that? that the uh, continuation of the pregnancy would impair the mental health of, of the woman? How, how late are we talking about? In well, so, so the way the suggestion that we've um, made in the bill is to say it's in the third uh, trimester and at the, you know, with the certification of the physician. So, so how late in the third trimester would you be able to do, to do that? You know, it's very unfortunate that our physicians, uh, witnesses, were not able to attend today to speak specifically. No, no I'm talking that. about your bill. How, yeah, how, late, I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman? Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm uh, talking about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay. But to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So, um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, um, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman would I understand make that. that. I'm asking point. if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that, yes. All right, here comes all the fear. <laughs> the, the Democratic Party is out in full force now. Supreme Court documents leaked claim that Roe versus Wade is going to get overturned. That is not a guarantee, just for anybody that doesn't know that. As of right now, they're leaked documents of a draft, so it's not 100% guaranteed that it's going to happen. It looks like a solid draft. They've had people analyzing it to see if it fits uh, previous drafts, if it has all the markings of it. It does, so it does appear that it is real. However, at the moment, it's not 100% that that is going to be the outcome.
We have to wait and see on that. But, you know, the Democrats are never going to let something like this go to waste. Why are they freaking out so bad? Well, I think for two reasons. First reason being November's right around the corner. And let's be honest, what does the Democratic Party have to run on at all this cycle? Nothing. What have they done for the United States besides destroy it? They hold the House, the Senate, and the presidency. So all the blame is on them right now. Anything that's wrong with the country, your gas prices, inflation, everything you're paying extra at the grocery stores, uh, the, the problems all around the world because we got weak leadership. They got nothing to run on. Failed policy after policy in the United States. So they need something. This is going to give them that something. This is going to make it to where they can use it as a fear tactic to try to excite their base and get them out to vote in November. Let's be honest. It's the best possible situation for them. So if you're wondering why it was leaked, that's probably one of two reasons because now they're going to start with all the fear. And here it comes. You already had the, uh, Joe Biden come out and say that potentially, you know, what's next? Or, or is gay marriage next on the list? What, what, what else are these Republicans going to take from you? I mean, it's disgraceful, first of all, what even happened. This should not happen at the Supreme Court. It has now damaged even further. People were already questionable. Uh, you know, I mean, the Supreme Court was already questionable to people, and it's only going to make that problem worse. Now, the damage that has been done by them leaking this out, I mean, hell, there's only 45 people. One out of 45 got to leak it out. Going forward, people are going to have, the American people are going to have even less trust in the Supreme Court than they previously had. Right. So that's their first and foremost problem. The second one is packing the courts. Now, Ilhan Omar has already called for packing the courts. Right. As soon as, as soon as this happened, she called. You had Bernie Sanders come out and say that Joe Manchin and Sinema need to, you know, have a change of heart at least one time so they can eliminate the filibuster and then they can pack the court and they can do whatever they want to do. Rest assured that if you pack the court in the United States, as a country, it is all over. That is not fear. That is what is going to happen. Look what happened in Venezuela. Look what happened in Argentina. As soon as they packed their courts, it was over. The country's done because now your country's chaotic. You're going to go in, in massive swings back and forth. It depends on who's in power at the time, and then they're going to use their power like dictators, and they're going to pack the courts even more and more and more. This is a very bad idea, but... If they can get what they want out of it, then they can achieve their goal and do what they want to do in the United States. They want to mold it into what they want it to be, not what the American people want it to be. Because believe me, the American people don't want the courts packed. All polling shows that. The American people are not that upset about Roe versus Wade. You're going to have probably 20% on the left, the real far left that are going to be freaking out and probably 10 or 20% on the far right that are super happy. And then the 80% in the middle are probably more level-headed and have a different opinion about it. Okay. I mean, me, myself, I'm pro-life. Am I excited about it? hundred percent. Absolutely. I, it, it's unconstitutional. And in the uh, dissent that was written by Alto, he, he even goes as far as saying it was unconstitutional in the first place because the Constitution doesn't mention abortion at all. So is it unconstitutional? Yes, it is. Is it going to eliminate abortion? No, it's not. This is where all the fear tactics come in. It's not going to eliminate abortions. It's a good first step, no doubt. Is it going to save some children? Yes, it is. 
You know, there's probably, uh, give or take, 26 states that if Roe versus Wade is taken away, more than likely, they're going to adopt uh, some type of legislation that either bans it outright or it might as well be banned outright because you're going to be at a point where they're going to make it, you know, you have to have an abortion, let's say, within the first three or four weeks when you don't even know you're pregnant and it's over anyways. So it will be banned in a certain amount of states. But other states, you know, let's take it, for example, California, New York. They're not trying to slow down the abortion train. They're speeding up. They want to abort you, your children up until and even after birth. You heard that audio clip in the beginning as well. So, I mean, it's not going to stop it. As a matter of fact, Gavin Newsom already came out and said that his state is going to be a sanctuary state for abortion and that he will use Californians' taxpayer dollars to pay for people to fly from other states that have banned abortion, if this is how it goes, to have abortions in California. So he's going to use your tax dollars for people that don't even live in your state. Man, California people, please. If you're a conservative, I know you want to hang on. I know that you want to be in there for the fight, and you probably love a lot of things about your state, but i got to be honest with you. It's time to abandon ship. That ship is sinking, and you're going down with it. California, New York, they're just... They're failed societies. They're run by lunatics. And look at them. I mean, it don't take much. I, I can tell you, here in Florida, there ain't people pooping in the road like in California. You don't have maps of how to avoid human feces uh, in the state of Florida. We don't have that problem because we're not run by lunatics. We're run by level-headed people. No matter what you may think you hear in your leftist news feeds, Ron DeSantis runs this as a free state as it should be. We don't have the problems that New York and that California have. New York's a hot mess. California's a hot mess. This whole abortion thing is, I mean, it's bad, but it's not as bad as it looks. It's not going to, uh, uh, this is not a hundred percent win or loss for either side. This is just the beginning step. If you want to ultimately eliminate abortion in the future. This is your first big step towards that, but it's not going to get rid of abortion. So the fact that they're saying it's going to, they're just trying to scare you and they're trying to jazz up their base so that they have something to run on in November, like I said before. So don't fall for it. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. They're going to, they're supposed to give you the ruling in June. My guess is they'll probably expedite it and get it out a little sooner uh, because of all the drama now that's going on with the leak. So they'll probably put that one out a little sooner than we would normally hear it, which makes more sense. Another thing that a lot of people are saying that potentially whoever leaked this, the intention was um, to scare and intimidate one of the more conservative justices to change their vote so that way Roe versus Wade will stand I know we have a couple weak justices in there, you know, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, um, uh, Kavanaugh. Will they change it? I don't know. Uh, if it was me, you would only aggravate me by what you're doing and by trying to scare me and you're by trying to draw unnecessary attention to me where I would double down on my decision. I mean, that's just my personality. I certainly wouldn't scare me off. If anything, you just shot yourself in the foot because now if I was even considering it, and this is just theoretical, this is not talking about abortion in general, just anything. If it was even a possibility that might, I might change my mind after you pull a stunt like that, you're dead in the water. 
I'll double down and did. it's no just because. And now it's no, you wanted to act up. Well, good job. You acted up and now no is absolutely no. So there's a lot that's going to unfold over the next few days and weeks. You already see the, the left flaring up like a hemorrhoid. They're having protests and sit-ins and they're doing all the normal leftist stuff that they do. And it's overkill. You watch and see, they're going to play this out. It's going to be overkill. And if anybody has half of a brain and you do just a little bit of digging, more than just agreeing with CNN or MSNBC with every word that they say, if you look just a little bit, you will see that all the fear tactics they're using, it's pointless because like I said, they're not going to get rid of abortion. Hell, if you live in a state and you want to get a, get an abortion, if you look at the more blue run states versus the more red run, sta- red, red run states, you could hop on a plane and go get an abortion. And I think from anywhere in the continental United States, you're looking at a, what, a three-hour plane fr- flight at worst to go get your abortion. So if you're that adamant about killing a baby, you know, it'll be accessible to you. you know, it's just going to make it more difficult for people that don't have the money to do it. Then again... There, there's so many uh, pro-abortion groups that are out there that uh, I would say they're probably going to come out in droves saying they're willing to pay for people to go to other states to have the abortion because, again, they just are so willing to kill babies. I put out a video earlier today, say over 61 million abortions in the United States since it became legalized. Over 61 million. How many lives are ha- could have been great people, inventions, athletes, doctors, people that could have saved other people's lives. How about somebody that was just a a really solid, decent person that maybe that particular person was meant to be here on a day that they needed to rub somebody on the back and say, hey, it's going to be all right. And that one moment would change that other person's life forever. Gone. Just disregarded. And I know here we go to, as far as fear goes, you know, with the whole, they're going to do back, we're going to have to do back alley abortions. Nobody's doing a back alley abortion. Like I just said, it wouldn't take you long to get there. It'd be like a long car ride, except you jump on a plane. It'd be a free vacation for you to go murder your baby. But there ain't going to be none of that. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, oh, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> well, anyways, yes. So it's not going to be a a long flight to go and get an abortion with all the fear that it's going to be that. And then you're going to get into the whole uh, rape and incest thing, which only what 1%, a little over 1% of uh, abortions in the United States are from rape or incest. 1%. So out of 61 million, 1%, that's it. That means the rest is by choice because people are irresponsible and people want to sleep around and do whatever they want to do with other people. And since you're irresponsible, you end up taking a life that should have never been created and should have never been taken. So that's on you. So please, there's a lot that's going to play out here over the next, uh, like I said, days and weeks. Don't buy into the bull crap. Look it up for yourself and you will see that everything that's about to happen Uh, and everything that they're saying, you'll see how politically driven it truly is. This is going to be their big agenda piece for November. This is going to be their moment to try to pack the courts. And this is how they do before every election cycle. Republicans, bad, bad, bad. But the Democrats are so good. The loving ones that like killing babies. (laughs) Uh, Oh, here you go. You'll like this one. 
I got to read a few things to you here. D.C. Elementary School, Fox News broke this, and you know me, I'm not a huge fan of Fox News, but Fox News did break this, that D.C. Elementary Schools gave four-year-olds anti-racism fist books, asking them to identify racist family members. In reading this nonsense, apparently the school board, or the school uh, in D.C. had somebody go uh, at the end of last year and teach these kids... (laughs) <laughs> that even though you're white, I mean, you're born white, and because you're born white, you're born at an advantage, which is t- typical for critical race theory. So it also compared, which I'm really struggling with, it compared Colin Kaepernick to Dr. King and saying that if you hate Colin Kaepernick, the guy that uh, was advocating for violence against police officers, uh, which Martin Luther King did none of, But if you hate him or you are disturbed by what he's standing for, then more than likely, if you were in those times, you would hate Dr. King. These people are sick and twisted. They also said that they want people on the right, like myself, to stop using quotes from Dr. King to try to prove uh, their theory wrong. They told children that your parents, although they're older than you, doesn't always mean that they are right. It's funny because I could turn that upside down too and say, well, since you're an adult, what you're saying obviously is not always right, right? (laughs) Because that's what you're saying. But since you're with a bunch of four to six or seven-year-olds, they don't know to say that. They just sit and listen and be compliant and be good kids as they are um, and take in this crap. Okay, I mean, how does it make a white kid feel that someone's telling you you're born a racist and there's nothing you can do. You have to go above and beyond to prove you're not a racist. You, you got to be down for the cause. You got to do whatever they want you to do to prove it. Or how does it feel to be a black kid and know that, oh, we're underprivileged and we'll never be anything and we'll never have anything because we're black, which all these are fairy tales. This is all lies by the left. This is all indoctrination. This is all communist, socialist ideology. This is what they know. They're smart. You know, Democrats are not as dumb as you think they are. They're smart. They know how to get you. The way they poke at people, what do they do? They poke at your emotions. And how do they get kids? They know if they warp their mind from a young, fragile age, they can implant that seed, and then going forward, they have the perfect soldiers for their cause. They're just got to give it some time. And they're willing to wait that time. Hell, FDR tried to turn us into a socialist, communist nation all the way back in the late 30s and 40s. I mean, the only president to run four terms, trying to stay in office as long as he could, like any dictator would, okay? And they couldn't pull it off then. We're almost 100 years later, and we're staring down the barrel of that gun again. So believe me when I tell you that the left is patient. They are patient. They will wait for your kids to grow up and turn into a... Uh, form of the brown shirts that probably look more like Antifa members. That's what they want. I mean, really, if you think about it, all the comments that they make about how parents shouldn't decide what kids learn, how parents shouldn't decide uh, what kids do, uh, parents shouldn't be talking to their kids about gender, that's a teacher's job to talk about gender, all of these, these radical ideas, it's not widely accepted by America. It's not. And it all leads to one conclusion, which is communism. 
socialism, totalitarianism, whatever word you want to use for it, it's all going in the same direction. Okay. What, what it is, is you have the elites and you have us. Okay. Well, and when, when I say us, believe me, that includes Democrats, Republicans, independents, Tea Party, whatever the hell you want to be. We are all together on that ship. Okay. Because they're going to separate us from them. So this was disturbing to say the least. All, as a matter of fact, one more thing in there I wanted to touch on was, um, the way they depict police officers. You know, little kids growing up, man, they want to be firefighters. They want to be police officers. They think they're going to be the president and astronauts, and it's great. They dream big, and that's what you want them to do. You want them to dream big because here in America, or at least it used to be, the America I grew up in, you could be whatever you want to be. And it's a beautiful thing that kids think that way, and they should chase after those dreams. If that's something they want to do, God bless them, go for it. You know, youngsters, go get it. Well, they depict cops as murderers. The statement exactly, excuse me for a second here while I pull it up so I don't misquote this. Uh, sorry, I'm taking a pause here for a second. <laughs> I am scanning through this as quickly as I can to find out. It might have been on the first page. Uh, I don't see it. Okay, you know what? This is not word for word, but more or less they said... If cops are not held accountable for murdering people, you hear what I'm saying now, murdering people, um, it's not, if they, yeah, if they're not held accountable for murdering people, then you know, what they should do is riot and protest and whatnot because, to, to make change. So you see that they're instilling in them automatically that cops are bad and that the right thing to do in these situations is to riot and loot and burn and everything else that you saw during 2020 uh, in the summertime there where they were just taking cities out. Uh, and I didn't hear no Democrats complaining about it at all. <laughs> the majority of them were like Kamala Harris saying they'll bail the people out, let them get back out there, let them keep doing their thing while the rest of the country was locked down with their planned demic. Uh, they were out robbing and looting and stealing. And this is what they're trying to teach your kids is acceptable behavior. And they're trying to paint cops out as murderers. Let me tell you something about police officers. My brother-in-law is a police officer and a damn good one. Okay. He ain't no murderer. He's a solid human being. There are obviously always going to be a certain amount of police officers that are douches, for lack of a better word, but the majority of police officers are not bad guys. Most of them are going to give you breaks. They're not going to give you tickets. They're going to tell you to just, hey, take it easy, man. Calm down. Because... They know it's their job to keep the peace, but you know what? In keeping the peace, you got to give people breaks sometimes. You know, if they're not doing the worst thing in the world, you give them a warning. You say, hey, come on, man. You know, you, it's 50-mile-an-hour speed limit. You're going 75 miles an hour down the road. I can give you a massive ticket right now. How about you just take it easy, let off the gas a little bit. You know, if you're going five miles an hour over the limit, I ain't going to bother you. Just chill out. You know, and, and the majority of people, if you're complying, you're like, yes, sir, I get it. I understand. They're going to let you go. Cops are not as bad as you think. And believe me, don't judge a cop by what you see on the news. Because that story is as twisted and warped as they want it to be to prove a point. So don't buy into all that nonsense either. And it's a shame that they're doing it, but they have to vilify these people for their cause. So D.C., Virginia, come on, people. You know, vote accordingly. I know you guys did a good job on the governor up there, and that was a big surprise to most people, but you got to keep going. You got to vote them all out. 
You got to get into school boards. If you've never ran for anything in your life, get on the school board. Be a strong voice on the school board. At least you know then what is coming out and what they're teaching your kids. Let's get to it. If we want to take this country back, we got to do it the right way. Put people in, in positions where they can make a positive change in the United States to restore some sanity because right now we are living in an insane world. All right, one quick story that I'm going to touch on because yeah, I'm always going to try to be as fair as possible. No matter how much I dislike Don Lemon, because I think he's a jackass, uh, Don Lemon is off the hook. His accuser, where is that for you? His accuser uh, has dropped his case. Don Lemon's lawyer came out and said that he didn't give him any money financially. It was funny that that was the one statement that the lawyer chose to go with to make sure that people said, oh, there was, there was no money that changed hands because automatically when I hear that, the first thing I'm going to assume is, oh, you paid the guy off. Because why would you come out and say that? You say his accuser recalled things wrong. He dropped the case. It's over. My client's innocent. He kept his mouth shut. It's been very difficult. Whatever. Um, what Don Lemon did, I never went into. What he's being accused of, I don't really want to explain because it's disgusting. Okay, And if he did do it, which who knows? I wasn't there. I couldn't tell you. But if he did do it, he's a scumbag. Um but more than likely, my guess would be that, you know, Lemon probably paid this guy off to go away. That would be my guess. Because it's just awkward that the first shot out of the box there is, yeah, oh, we, we didn't give him any money. No, no, no. no we, we didn't pay nobody nothing. No, no, no. no. He, he's, he's good. We're good. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Or maybe you did, and you just don't want people to know that. I'm just saying. Well, that's all I got for you today. So uh, we're going to do it again tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Have a blessed day.